In every pair of Tecovis boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. A great pair of Western boots will elevate a casual look or add a refined flair that will draw both eyes and compliments. Tecovis boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tecovis store, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. We also offer custom branding and leather stamping if you want to personalize your boots or fine leather goods. As spring makes its way into summer, stay cool in a short-sleeve moisture-wicking pearl snap or make your own shade with one of their classic straw hats, new in both men's and women's styles. And if you're planning to hit the road, Tecovis's ever-growing lineup of rugged and full-grain leather bags will get you where you're headed in style and are built to last decades. Visit Tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. In every pair of Tecovis boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Tecovis boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tecovis store, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And don't go gently, y'all. Welcome to Season 6, Episode 132 of the North American Outdoors Podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, and I'm coming to you from the great state of Texas. September is well on its way. Dove season has started for many people. And we're looking forward to having more bird seasons with the upcoming waterfowl season and upland game bird hunting. So those of us who love spending days in the field hunting birds, we know that bird season means shotgun season. Choosing the right shotgun is more than just a personal preference. Different types of hunting call for different types of shotguns. When bird hunting You need to know if the game birds you are hunting are classified as an upland game bird or a migratory game bird. You also need to know what type of environment in which you will be hunting. Is it open prairie, coastal marsh, timber, or forest? Shotgun features are another thing that the bird hunter must take into consideration. The weight of the gun, shot shell capacity, and action types are all factors to be considered. Choosing the wrong shotgun for your activity can affect the enjoyment of the sport. Weight can be a very important factor in selecting your shotgun. A shotgun that is too heavy can be difficult to carry over long distances. Another issue to consider regarding the weight of the shotgun is recoil. Generally speaking, the heavier the firearm, the less perceived recoil is felt by the shooter. A hunter needs to take into consideration the shot shell capacity of the shotgun he or she is choosing. Over and under and side-by-side shotguns hold only two shells. Pump and semi-automatic shotguns can hold four, five, six, or even more shells. Just make sure that you research the law of the state you plan to hunt. 
Many types of game birds can only be hunted with a shotgun capable of holding only three shells. Each type of shotgun action functions differently, so the shooter should get the type of action that he or she can operate easily, comfortably, and safely. The types of shotguns commonly used by bird hunters are pump actions, semi-automatic actions, and hinge actions, which include over-and-unders, and side-by-side shotguns. Pump actions are pump or slide action firearms. Pump shotguns are operated by pumping or sliding the shells from the tubular magazine into the chamber of the firearm. Pumps are loaded through the loading gate so the shells fill the tubular magazine. Next, the forend is pumped, which feeds a shell into the chamber. The shotgun is now ready to fire. Pump shotguns are probably the most common firearm used for bird hunting. Next to hinge action firearms, pump shotguns are one of the oldest actions available to bird hunters. You can find pump action shotguns being used to hunt birds in just about any field, marsh, or forest. Hunters use pump action shotguns to take upland game birds such as pheasant, quail, and dove, as well as waterfowl such as ducks and geese. Pump shotguns can take much dirtier conditions than a semi-automatic shotgun, and pump actions can hold more shells than either an over-and-under or a side-by-side shotgun. It is important to remember that if you are hunting migratory birds, you must have a plug in the tubular magazine in the shotgun you are using which restricts the number of shells that can be loaded into the magazine. You should only be able to load two, two and three quarter inch shells into the tubular magazine. This limits the shotgun capacity to a total of three shells when one is loaded into the chamber. Pump action shotguns are very reliable because the action or slide is powered by the shooter. Next are semi-automatic shotguns. Semi-autos are either gas or inertia-operated firearms. Inertia or recoil-operated shotguns use the recoil from the previously fired shell to complete the cycling of the action. This type of semi-automatic shotgun uses a free-floating bolt carrier and inertia spring inside the receiver. During operation, the bolt carrier is thrown rearward, compressing the inertia spring while cocking the firing pin and ejecting the spent shell. The return spring compresses, sending the bolt forward to pick up another shell and slamming shut. The shotgun is now ready to shoot again. The biggest advantage of inertia shotguns is they tend to be very reliable. They are the preferred choice when in dirty, dusty, or muddy conditions. Additionally, extreme temperatures do not adversely affect the operation of inertia-operated shotguns as with gas-operated shotguns. Cleaning an inertia-operated shotgun is also very simple and pretty low-maintenance. Inertia-operated shotguns are usually lighter than their gas-operated counterparts. Since these shotguns are lighter, it is easier for the shooter to swing on target. They do not have a gas system under the forend, so they also tend to fit your hands more naturally. 
The disadvantage of inertia-operated guns is that there is more felt recoil. This is because the shotgun does not utilize the expanding gases to cycle the action. Inertia-operated shotguns are also more prone to fail to go into battery, especially if the charging handle is not allowed to slam shut. The bolt of these shotguns can also be taken out of battery more easily than gas-operated shotguns. It is a good idea when using an inertia-operated shotgun to keep the charging handle clear of any clothing or blind material when hunting to prevent the bolt from becoming disengaged after going into battery. Gas-operated shotguns use the expanding gases from the previously shot shell to complete the cycling of the action. When the trigger is pulled, the expanding gases push the shot down the barrel. As the gases travel down the barrel behind the shot, they pass over ports. These ports are drilled in the barrel and bleed some of the gases off. The gases that are bled off travel down a port tube until it contacts a piston. The piston is then pushed against a rod connected to the bolt. The bolt is then sent rearward. As the bolt travels rearward, the firing pin is cocked while ejecting the spent shell. The return spring is then compressed. The return spring then sends the bolt forward, picking up a new shell and slamming shut. The shotgun is now ready to shoot again. The biggest benefit the gas-operated shotgun offers is the reduced felt recoil to the shooter. Since some of the expanding gases are bled off to cycle the action, there are fewer expanding gases exiting the muzzle. The gases exiting the muzzle cause the felt recoil. In other words, some of the energy produced from the discharging shell is absorbed by the shotgun itself. The disadvantage of a gas-operated shotgun is that it is more prone to malfunction the dirtier it gets. Debris and residue can clog ports and cause obstructions in the port tubes. Pistons can also accumulate debris, causing improper cycling. When the shotgun starts malfunctioning due to debris and residue, you need to completely clean the gas system and bolt. Because of the rings and pistons, this can be difficult when you are in the field during a hunt. Extremely cold temperatures also negatively affect gas-operated shotguns. Any oil in the gas system and action can interfere with the cycling process. In extreme temperatures, all the oil should be removed and a dry lube should be applied to the moving parts. Liquid lube can also cause a shotgun to become sluggish and prone to stovepipes with the spent shells. No matter what type of shotgun you choose, take the time to do your research to figure out if you're purchasing an inertia-driven or a gas-driven shotgun. Semi-automatic shotguns are loaded through the loading gate to fill the tubular magazine and then charged by pulling the charging handle to its furthermost travel to the rear and released. Once the charging handle slams shut, the shotgun is now ready to fire. It is once again important to remember that if you are hunting migratory birds, you must have a plug in the tubular magazine in the shotgun you are using to restrict the number of shells that can be loaded into the magazine. You should only be able to load two, two and three quarter inch shells into the tubular magazine, limiting the shotgun capacity to three shells when one is loaded into the chamber. 
Semi-automatic shotguns are usually used almost exclusively by waterfowl hunters. This is because these firearms do not like dry, dusty conditions. Excessive dirt, dust, and grime can cause the semi-automatic shotgun to malfunction. Wet and marshy conditions are not usually that dusty. It is like spraying down the baseline on a baseball field with water before the baseball game starts. Another reason why semi-autos are used for waterfall hunting is the weight of the firearm. Semi-automatic shotguns tend to be on the heavy side. When pursuing waterfowl, you are usually hidden in a blind, so weight is not much of an issue. Other game birds hunted in the field or open areas require the hunter to carry the firearm a long distance. Over and under shotguns are hinge or break action firearms and have two barrels that are stacked vertically, one barrel on top of the other. Hinge action firearms are loaded by pushing the lever on the top of the grip to one side and unlocking the hinge. The firearm then breaks forward, exposing the two barrels chambers. The live shells are then inserted into the chambers. Then the hinge of the firearm is closed and the gun is ready to fire. Over and under shotguns have become increasingly popular with bird hunters. This is because these types of shotguns have significantly come down in price over the last few years. Hunters can choose over and under shotguns that are relatively heavy or extremely light depending on the wants and needs of the consumer. In the past, over and under shotguns were very expensive and in some ways even a status symbol. Now the average hunter can afford one of these favored firearms. Traditionally, over and under shotguns are used by game bird hunters in open fields. The game birds that are usually sought by hunters with this type of action include dove, pheasant, quail, or any other game bird found in open fields, prairies, or meadows. Over and under shotguns are preferred by hunters in these areas because of the design of the firearm allows for fast swinging onto game. Side-by-side shotguns are hinge or break action firearms and have two barrels that are set horizontally next to each other. Hinge action firearms are loaded by pushing the lever on top of the grip to one side and unlocking the hinge. The firearm then breaks forward, exposing the two barrels chamber. The live shells are then inserted into the chambers, then the hinge of the firearm is closed and the gun is ready to fire. Side-by-side shotguns are generally heavy compared to lightweight over and under models available to the consumer. Side-by-side shotguns were once the dominant shotgun for hunting, as well as protecting livestock and even for self-protection. Of all the firearms, side-by-side shotguns bring back fond memories to shooters. These memories can range from grandpa carrying his trusty side-by-side on the farm, or the romanticized exploits of Ernest Hemingway, or even Daisy Moses, also known as Granny Clampett when she's chasing infernal revenuers off her property. Side-by-side shotguns are a part of America. Today, side-by-sides are used almost exclusively for upland game bird hunting. Some of these include quail, chucker, pheasant, grouse, woodcock, and snipe. 
This type of game is flushed from hidden ground cover, short bursts of flight, or in hardwood forest ecosystems. Side-by-sides are hardly ever seen when hunting waterfowl or species such as rails and gallinules found in coastal areas. Once you figure out which type of shotgun best suits your hunting purposes, the next thing to consider is the type of shot you're going to be using. Whether it's steel or lead, because there's a lot of laws that go around as well as safety considerations depending on the type of shot you're using and the type of shotgun you have. In 1991, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service required the use of non-toxic shot for the taking of migratory waterfowl. One common version of non-toxic shot is steel shot. The use of non-toxic shot applies to ducks, geese, brants, swans, coots, and mergansers. The 1991 law made lead ammo illegal for waterfowl hunting. The use of lead shot is still legal for the taking of migratory non-waterfowl such as doves, woodcock, snipe, and sandhill cranes. However, you cannot be in possession of lead shot if you are in possession of any waterfowl. In other words, if you have a mixed bag that includes non-waterfowl such as sandhill cranes and waterfowl such as geese, you can only have non-toxic shot in your possession. There are 14 different non-toxic shots approved by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. These include iron or steel, bismuth tin, iron tungsten, iron tungsten nickel, copper clad iron, corrosion inhibited copper, tungsten bronze, tungsten iron copper nickel, tungsten matrix, tungsten polymer, tungsten tin iron, tungsten tin bismuth, tungsten tin iron nickel, and tungsten iron polymer. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service further accepts the approved non-toxic shot to be coated in copper, nickel, tin, zinc, zinc chloride, zinc chrome, fluoropolymers, and fluorescent thermoplastics. Luckily for us, we do not have to remember all of these approved names of shot. Non-toxic shot is usually referred to as steel, bismuth, tungsten, or copper. Toxic shot is commonly referred to as lead. Steel shot is considerably less expensive than the other types of non-toxic shot, therefore it is much more common. However, steel shot is harder than lead shot, meaning there are some safety concerns when using steel over lead. Steel shot will travel further, so the size of your hunting area may mean that steel shot is unsafe or possibly illegal. In some states, it is illegal to have your projectile cross the property line. If property lines or buildings are in proximity of your range or hunting area, you'll have to choose a new location. Depending on the shotgun, steel shot may not be able to safely be fired through it. For instance, you should never shoot steel shot out of a full choke. Since steel shot is harder than the other types of non-toxic shot and lead, it does not compress like the other forms of shot. Therefore, it could damage the end of your barrel and it could damage your choke. This happens because the shot does not compress enough to pass through the full choke. 
the choke causes an obstruction in your shotgun. When there is an obstruction, the shot expanding gases and pressure must go somewhere, which may end up through the sides of the barrel by splitting or blowing out the end. Many older shotguns have a choked or fixed choke barrel. Before barrels were threaded for interchangeable chokes, a barrel might have had a built-in choke called a fixed choke. Never shoot steel shot out of a fixed full choke barrel. This could lead to injuries and a damaged barrel. Older shotguns pose another problem when using steel shot. The metal used to produce the components of older shotguns is not as strong as the metal used to make modern shotguns. Common indications that you have an older shotgun are any of these markings on the firearm. Special steel, proof-tested steel, nickeled steel, high-pressured steel, or electroplated steel. You may shoot steel out of an older shotgun for years with no problem, but eventually the older steel will stress and give way. It is always better to be safe than sorry. The topics typically prompt a lot of discussion, yet there are exceptions to these cautions. For example, there are full chokes that can have steel shot pass through them without any damage. These chokes are not very common and can be very expensive. All in all, keep these cautions in mind and always play it safe anytime you're getting ready to put shot through your shotgun. Do your homework, do your research, find the gun that best fits you in the situation that you're in, and make sure you know all the different rules surrounding the safety when it comes to shooting. Make sure you know which ammunition best fits your shotgun as well as is legal to use depending on the animals that you're hunting. Because bottom line is understanding how your shotgun works and what is safe, legal, and ethical is paramount to your shooting successes and safety. There is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and waters, and making memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo, and you've heard another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit NorthAmericanOutdoors.org and follow me on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day.